0: This is a HeadGum Original. Temp Check. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today.
2: In the lands of Middle-earth, legend tells of the Dark Lord Sauron and the ring that would give him the power to enslave the world. Lost for centuries, it has been sought by many and has now found its way into the hands of the most unlikely person imaginable. Sauron needs only this ring to cover all the lands in darkness. What must I do? The ring must be destroyed.
1: The ring must be cast back into the fires of Mount Duke. There is evil there. Does not sleep. Sauron's forces are already moving. They will find the ring and kill the one who carries it. No! Come on, Frodo! I cannot do this alone. You have my sword,
2: and you have my
1: bow, and my axe.
2: This task was appointed to you, and if you do not find a way, no one will.
1: The enemy has many spies, birds, beasts. something draws near, I can feel it. Get off the road!
2: Hide! Must remember,
1: Frodo, the ring is trying to get back to
2: its master. It wants to be found. We must turn back! No! I wish the ring had never come to me.
1: Back you, devils!
2: I wish none of this had happened. You will find your courage. If you want him, come and claim him. You not
1: Rolling zoom on Fellowship of the Ring. Thou shalt have my wave file! <laughs>
0: oh, no!
1: <laughs>
0: and my axe! No, we are so fucked.
1: Yes, you are.
2: Oh boy! Wow, I'm Nicole Byer and I'm Lauren Lapkus. And this is the new season of Newcomers, (laughs) where we're now covering Lord of the Rings and my God. I I don't
0: I don't know how this happened. Okay, I think Uh, we there was a series we were both um, fighting for that didn't didn't come to fruition. And maybe we'll save it because maybe it'll be season three. I don't know. Maybe we'll get lucky. But we did um, we did end up having to do Lord of the Rings. um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's definitely it's a next logical step. I think people were thinking if you haven't seen that, you got to see that. Um, we did all of Star Wars for the first all season of, of this podcast. So much Star Wars stuff. And have I retained it? No. See, okay, I think we say we don't know anything about it, but there are these points where we get quizzed or where someone oh, mentions yes. something, and I do think we have retained more than we realize. But that said, it's not like we became super fans. We just became more knowledgeable,
2: and we got a lot of merch. Mm-hmm. We got lots and lots of merch. Um, but okay, so on this season, same thing. We're going to have people who love Lord of the Rings talk to us about why they like this. And... Okay, so Lord of the Rings came out in the in the 2000s.
0: Yeah, we're going to start there because there are some old there's older movies and people there's it's kind of the Star Wars debate of where do you begin with watching? Do you go in order of chronological like release or is it like the, the ones people like more? So we started with this trilogy. I don't really know what the difference is, but this one came out mm-hmm. in the 2000s and we will also be watching all of the Hobbit movies. We'll be revisiting fan fiction of course, which I I already feel like we're going to crush. I think so um maybe we'll even read a chapter of a children's book i mean we'll see we'll see what happens
2: yes and if you want to watch lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring it's available to rent on amazon prime and it's on hbo max (sighs) (sighs) okay so so wait (laughs) should we okay so lord of the rings is based on jrr what does that stand for? Tolkien's Trilogy of Novels, also called The Lord of the Rings. It was published in 1954 and in 1955. Hmm. And the film trilogy mirrors the books. And the order is The Fellowship of the Rings, The Two Towers, and then The Return of the King. Who's the king? <laughs> you <know? laughs> I
0: didn't know that the books were written in the 50s. That's interesting. And I don't know what J.R.R. stands for either. So maybe we'll learn that today.
2: Maybe it's Jerry Roger Roy Tolkien. Maybe it's
0: Junior... Robert, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> and we are so excited about our guest today, and he's going to probably clear up a lot of stuff for us. I hope he knows what he's talking about. Um, he is an actor, writer, and comedian. You know him from his podcasts, High and Mighty, Raised by TV, Comedy Bang Bang. He was on Guy Code, and much more. It's John Gabrus. <laughs>
1: hey! Oh, shit. I'm a nervous wreck right now. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. So what are you feeling? Yeah, how are you feeling? feeling right now?
1: I'm feeling great. I watched it on uh, two days ago and then last night okay. I wanted to watch Two Towers because I was so hooked. I want to go through the trilogy again, but I was worried I'd be too confused for this interview.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I watched it last night. Um, if you're new here, that's my husband's name. And we he loves Lord of the Rings, and the second we were done, he wanted to put on the next one. And, it, and, it, and I mean, and I know your roommate John Milheiser, your roommate John Milheiser,
2: right, was um, also um, equally yes. intense. Yes, and the man I live with love Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm.
1: and they love it. Me and my wife, a woman who I live with, are both <laughs> obsessed with Lord of the Rings.
2: Really, it's so bonkers.
1: It's so good. We have a really cute story for Valentine's Day, like 10 years ago or so. We were like, didn't really have plans. It was a Friday and we were like, let's just do something fly by the seat of our pants. And we went out and got like day drunk and then came home and put on Fellowship of the Ring. And then Saturday we watched Two Towers and then Sunday we watched Return of the King. And it was a Valentine's Day weekend and we talk about it as one of our favorite weekends we've ever had. (laughs) That's
0: very cute. That's cute because you both like it. Yes. It would be worse if you were just forcing her to watch this.
1: I'm not an expert by any means. I'm just a diehard fan, which I should say this time because after doing the Star Wars one, I got roasted pretty hard because you were like, do we ever meet Luke and Leia's uh, mom? And I'm like, I don't think so. And then it is Natalie Portman is technically the mom. Did people come for you? People come for me on Twitter like, still like once a month. Really? And every time I every time I respond to one of these fucking losers like okay. <laughs> okay, sick dude, next time you can guest on the podcast.
2: <laughs> They're probably like yes, please. Wait, who gave you your first Lord of the Ring book? Was this like a school? Was it? Were you
1: in school? Uh, I, I was in school as a child, but no, I read this on my own. I chose <laughs> to read Lord of the Rings.
0: Were your brothers into it at all, or like, was there any influence? This was just something you
1: N- found. No, I, I'm the oldest, and so, uh, and also, I'm like the oldest brother where. I brought my cool taste to my younger brothers and they were like, what the fuck is it? I'm like, you guys should read The Cimmerillion. It's actually a JR. And they're like, shut up. We smoke cigarettes, you fucking loser. <laughs> so my, uh, I think it was because I, I played D&D as a young kid and D&D, uh, the, ah. like the world of D&D, the races in D&D. Uh, and, and hindsight, now that it's... Um, i'm an adult man who's lived through the world it's like considering how the races are yes there are hobbits there's dwarves there's elves they're humans yes they are all white <laughs> <There's> no... <laughs> but there are four very different races and they're all white though so you can still enjoy this it's so fucked up 1950s it's european that's the problem is that like that world of fantasy that arthurian but fantasy
2: say that everyone is white that's or what is I was that just ask. the choice that was made
1: they mention their skin tones and stuff like that but they never say like and also this hobbit is you know got more melanin than the other hobbits like that that never comes up <laughs> okay. and that's just i feel like it that's a lot of that's on myopic writing on behalf of like a white writer who's just like i'm writing these characters <laughs> in my head mm-hmm. since i'm writing them they're they look like me except they're short with hairy feet
0: he might look like that yeah he could
1: uh, that's people mock fantasy and sci-fi for that shit, too, where it's like, you know, like Star Wars, you go into the bar and there's like an elephant man and a rhino mm-hmm. and like all this. And then it's like a one black dude. And It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> OK, so there's millions of people who are green and one black guy. <laughs> OK,
2: I laughed a lot during this movie. <laughs> Did you It's not supposed to be funny. I
0: laughed. I had a few moments where I laughed. I think we had one moment where we, we both really la- thought was hilarious, which is the part where those two wizards were like Yes, fighting. where they
2: spin Gandalf <laughs> around on his head and then send him to space. <laughs> when I tell you, I couldn't stop laughing. I truly couldn't stop laughing. I made John rewind it so I could watch it again. I might watch it again today. It was so funny. That part was really funny.
1: Yeah, it's like futuristic breakdancing. They're just shooting each other around <laughs> and shit.
2: Now, do we want
0: to try to like say what we thought the movie was about Ooh, before okay. we read the plot? Because, like, I think we probably only took like a third of what was supposed to be yes. gleaned.
1: Knowing you guys as people and knowing your attention spans, especially to things that you don't like, love, that you aren't passionate <laughs> about, which is assorted reality shows. Um, uh, It's, it's, uh, I, I, I'm watching this. I'm like, I've seen this movie. I've read these books and they're all, it's boring. It's, it's, it's a little homeworky, but that's what Mm -hmm. a lot like, cause it's a very pure adaptation, which is what I think a lot of people like about it, which lends itself to be a little bit boring. And I can understand. And because it's all proper nouns and long words and shit like that, not long words like you guys have, but like, you know, Galadriel, the Elven Queen, this like Aragorn, son of Arathorn, he is called Elisart, you know, like all this shit. You you're just like-
2: said so many words that I didn't even recognize. And did they, But ha- those were said in the first movie?
1: I'm pretty sure they're all in the movie at some point. That's
2: crazy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch those guys.
1: <laughs> but yes, tell me what you think the movie's about, guys.
0: Okay, so it starts with um, the sort of backstory about the rings and how there are these five Rings, seven, mm-hmm. five rings, and some seven, eight seven, rings. Eight, nine, ten, ten. Nine. Oh, my God. Mike is groaning. <laughs> you can't watch me record the podcast. This is a judgment-free
1: zone. Oh, my God. Okay, Mike, go watch basketball on your phone in the bathroom, you fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. loser. <laughs> There's a lot of rings. Yes. Do you
0: know how many there are?
1: no but there's like nine for the humans five for the dwarves three for the el- like there's like oh. okay, okay, okay.
0: so okay. anyways th- but
2: there's one ring that controls uh-huh. the evil of, of all the rings <laughs> yeah and then this like evil man is like trying to stomp on everybody and then there's like a war of like darkness and then like somebody cuts the ring off his like nasty little fingy and then he becomes this like fiery vagina hole and then we go to Bobo Baggins' party. <laughs> What's his name? Bilbo Bilbo? B- yes, and Bilbo, Bilbo? is Bilbo.
1: Bilbo. It's dildo with B's dildo. instead of D's. That's how that's how you remember it. It's
0: Dildo Bilbo. Bilbo is turning 110th birthday. Okay. He's right? Mm-hmm. Mike's shaking his head. How is that wrong? It's his
1: birthday. Don't
0: shut up. Back off.
1: Don't worry about it, him. Don't worry it's about his him.
0: Eleventieth? I can't with you right now so then he has a birthday and he decides that he is gonna because the ring makes him not age and so he's like i'm gonna give up the ring and i'm going to leave Uh uh-huh and frodo basically is the one who the ring is given to
2: but then gand gandalf is there and gandalf is big and he's a wizard and he like wears a hat he comes in on a carriage and Frodo's like, Tee hee hee. It reminded me of Back to the Future because I was like, How the fuck are these two friends? And then
1: <laughs> By the way, if we're if this is the <laughs> if this is the pace that you guys are gonna go through the plot, <laughs> I have to call in sick tomorrow to work. <laughs> we have two hours oh and God. forty-five minutes left.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But okay, I like okay. the part with um where Gandalf like put the little firework show on for the little kids. Uh-huh. That was so cute. Okay, so <laughs> yes, that, that was cute. Okay, so so Frodo gets the ring, and it's kind of a bad problem because the yeah. ring connects to all these evil people who really uh-huh. want the ring, and because they get a lot of power. And then he is kind of on a a
2: mission to get rid of the ring, uh-huh. right? He's got to bring the ring to Moldova,
1: <laughs> Mordor.
2: What, Pedora?
1: <laughs> Mordor. 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 <laughs>
2: you gotta go to Mordor. So he gets a, like a gremlin. No, wait, a dwarf, a fairy, a, a elf. hot man, a hot man who's going to be bad. And then his three little Hobbit friends, one of which I think is in love with him, Sam, who, and he can't swim at one point. And oh then my God, Sam, God, that part was Sam, crazy. It was nuts. It was like, you can't swim. And he's like, I'm going to jump in anyway. And I was like, you bitch, what the fuck? His dick ain't that good. But I thought, I thought he might die. And I thought it was going to be one of those things like, where we discover
0: that like an important character dies in the first movie, but
2: mm-hmm. no, but Gandy does die. He falls. That, in that part hole. was horrible. I was pretty upset about that. That part was genuinely
0: sad. I really liked Gandalf and I felt like there was a lot. The, I, the, the things I liked about the movie were some of the magic. And then I liked that they had, like, these sort of big, like, life lessons that were being imparted a couple times. And they were kind of emotional. And, like, at I, the end... W- there was life lessons? Them? Okay. No. Okay. Well, at the end, um, what's his name? Frodo was like... Something about the ring. And he was like, I wish everything didn't go this way oh yeah
2: and then gandalf was like it has to go this way so you can fucking do it yes and so <laughs> i thought that was really good
0: i was like yep yeah, we all wish that about stuff
2: <laughs> um anytime frodo almost dies it was so funny because it was like in slow motion like him being like <clears throat> and then uh every they pick, every time they picked up frodo I laughed really hard. It was really...
1: He's so small. Me too. Why are they picking (laughs) him up? Doesn't that seem rude? They infantilize the hobbits so much, like when they're like hugging them or carrying them. It's really funny, but it is like a stark reminder that they are three feet tall. You know what I mean? This Mm. was something
0: that I found really confusing about the movie, just thinking about how it was made, was like, how are they shooting the scene where this guy's 15 feet tall, this guy's three feet tall, but they're all... You know, average-sized people in real life. So, like, how are they making them look like this? And did everybody shoot like separately? Mm -hmm. Peter Peter Jackson
1: is very talented. I know a lot of it was shot with forced perspective, like putting Gandalf closer to the camera than, than Frodo. Yeah, and also building sets that are different sizes on different sides. Mm-hmm. So when it goes to Gandalf, he seems like he's crunched up under the ceiling, but when they pan to the right to Frodo, the ceiling is but really that ceiling is way hot. like the construction is off. Mm-hmm. So that the sets make Gandalf cool. look bigger and the that sets is make cool. yeah, yeah.
2: So we how how did they walk around the forest without shoes on?
1: There's some lore around all of the uh, magical races in this, and I can help you guys run through a lot of that stuff because this is where I am informed. Hobbits never wear shoes. Be. Uh, they are feet are tough enough like leather from never wearing shoes from birth. And it's because they like nature and that they're very easygoing uh, people. So they just like hang out, fish, go run through the farm, you know, farm, hang out. Mm-hmm. Like, like they like drinking, eating. They, there's a lot of jokes in this movie that hobbits have an insane appetite. They eat like nine meals a day. They're about the finer things in life. And then that's why there's this extra layer of how, big of a hero Frodo is because hobbits don't even do stuff like this. The only other (laughs) hobbit, the only other hobbit that's ever went on a big adventure is Bilbo. Uh. I think that's why you guys were wondering about like what the order to do is because the hobbit tech technically takes place before all this. The Hobbit and the is... the Hobbit's yeah. about
2: Bil- Bilbo?
1: Bilbo and a dozen dwarves that go on this mission that end up getting the ring as part of the... Not as part of what's going on. The ring is like uh, secondary to what happens there.
0: Oh. I was in The Hobbit, the play, when I was in um, fifth grade.
1: Oh. That is... So cute. I would, that is Patreon content. I'll go fucking, I should I'll go top, I'll go top tier for some shit for that.
0: I I do have some pictures. I was a troll.
1: Oh, uh, the trolls, the trolls are a uh, Bilbo tells that story at his party. He's like, and then the do- trolls talked till the sun came up and they turned to stone. That's from the Hobbit. And then later on when, uh, uh, Frodo is poisoned and they're looking for, um, the, the weed the, uh, mm-hmm. some, they, you see that there's three big frozen stone trolls there. That's the trolls from the Hobbit.
0: So we're gonna have a lot of moments, I guess, where we're like, "Oh, now that makes sense." Uh-huh. It's kind of like watching four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, or whatever. Yeah. Like- which is how I casually speak of Star Wars now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the rare instances besides like knowing some more about Gandalf and some knowing some more about how elves and dwarves get along. Mm-hmm. That's all you really get from the Hobbit. The Fellowship is uh, I, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, this trilogy you guys are doing first really can stand alone. Everything else is just a little extra gravy or flavoring if you if you know that shit. Mm.
0: Well, I feel like we should read through the plot so that we get it right so that people who are listening to this yes. um have that info. So it starts with the party as we mentioned we begin in the shire at bilbo baggins is what is it? Eleventieth birthday? Yeah.
1: his 110th um, birthday I think.
0: 111th birthday, get it right.
1: Uh, Gandalf uh, suspects <laughs>
0: Bilbo's magic ring maybe the one ring and entrusts it to Frodo. Gandalf tells Frodo to leave the shire immediately with the ring and Frodo is accompanied by his friend Samwise Gamgee.
2: Didn't even clock that his name was Sam Wise Me neither. I thought it was Sam.
1: All the Hobbit's names are short. Like Mary and Pippin are like Peregrine Took and merry a something. You know what I mean? Cute. Oh. I will say, when I first saw this movie in the early 2000s, whenever it came out, I was in college, I thought this movie was the gayest movie I've ever it's
0: seen. It's pretty gay. There's definitely a vibe between those two
1: characters. Yes. And again, I'm like, that was me when I was 19 years old. So now I'm like, this is just like male friendship, love, all this stuff. (laughs) But there are moments because they have such, they're, they're so cute and like in their size and stuff. They have these moments where they're like looking at each other like, and in the third movie, there's like. Some serious like this might as well be like Titanic. But uh yeah. so get pump get pumped for that.
2: I am excited because this movie did not have romance. There was one kiss. There was a kiss between the elf and the human. Um Oh, yes, 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 which yes. Which
0: I also thought was messed up that she was gonna be immortal, like be mortal. I didn't understand why she would do that. She loves him so much, but it was like, this is a bad idea. <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> it's all very confusing. Also, if you could be immortal, would you? No. <laughs> no, I'm already tired. <laughs> to live forever? My God, I mean, I'd be true. so mad. But it, I guess my, my
0: thought is I would be immortal if, if also the world was magical. Yes. Like, I don't want to live here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you had, like, a, a magical forest castle that you could live in and yeah. Like, yeah. and have uh, a young fucking Aragorn living, uh, living with you. Who's Aragorn? The, uh, the brunette. Uh, the guy from History the of human. Violence. From everything. Viggo Mortensen. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a daddy. He was cute. Yeah.
1: He's very hot always yes. and he's particularly hot in this movie
2: <laughs> he looks so good his nasty hair his beautiful eyes so Gandalf rides to dang Isengard to meet up with Sauron <laughs> the white
1: Sa- Saruman this is where it gets a little confusing
2: Saruman the white is Saruman the white the one with the long straight white hair yes yes okay but it's like, we don't have to call her the white. Everyone's white.
1: No, well, okay. So to really explain what that is, that is in the order of wizards being the white, weirdly enough, is the most powerful.
2: Ah, <laughs> Gan- Ga- grand wizard. We're yes. we find a lot of parallels here.
1: Gandalf <laughs> is technically Gandalf the Grey.
0: Oh. I always thought it was Gandalf the Great.
1: Now he's the and, gray. He's on his ascension to becoming white.
0: And is Sarah? He hasn't gotten his white Saruman power is, yet. Saruman is a man, not
2: Kate um, Blanchett, right? Right. Yes.
1: Kate okay, Blanchett okay. Oh, is Galadriel. Oh, he's
2: um, Agent
1: Smith from The Matrix. No, that's that's somebody else. Oh shit! Saruman is the white guy, Christopher Lee, who's fighting. Uh, he's got the long hair. He's the, the wizard that Gandalf when fights. They have and fight. Oh, yeah, and yeah. he's
2: in Star Wars, isn't he? Yes, he is. He's Duco. Du- Count Duco? Count
1: Duco? Count Duco? Count Duku. Yeah. God,
2: <laughs> I hate my life.
1: So let, yeah, I can help you run through the names of characters, which I think might be a fun because that's like the first okay. half of this movie is just meeting everybody. Really? Yeah. Because you build the fellowship, which is the titular thing—the the the nine people that are going to go on this adventure.
2: Oh wait, they're the fellowship. I didn't get that.
1: Me either. They're the fellowship of the ring. Yeah, uh, that little moment when they're around like the tree stump with the ring on it, and they're all fighting mm-hmm. over who's going to go. That's that guy whose name escapes me right now. The guy who played by your uh, Agent Smith, Hugo Weaving. He is playing. I forget that dude's name. That's L. Do- Ron. He's creating the Fellowship to go destroy the Ring, and then that's that's who it is.
0: Yeah, and Arwen's not a part of the fellowship, right? Or she is.
1: She's a smoke show. Arwen is an absolute smoke. Uh... Arwen, no.
2: Arwen did not do it for me. Arwen was too soft-spoken and like kind of fucking lame and didn't take up space, and I felt like she was (laughs) just there to be pretty. I couldn't believe it. Arwen's not for me. I I was totally on the fence with that, but I
0: recently watched this... um, architectural digest series on hulu called open door and they had an episode which by the way i would recommend it's like 15 minute episodes of celebrity homes it's just fun but <laughs> they had an episode about Liv tyler's house which was really cool and then she went into her attic and showed this like old sword from lord of the rings that she had Ooh. like stacked away up there And it was cool, even though I didn't know anything about that, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, it seems really meaningful. And so watching this, I was kind of thinking about her as the actor, and that was making me like it more. But I agree that the character Mm -hmm. feels like it needs, like, something going on. Like, if you're an elf, like give me some elf life.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. The elves are a little soft, soft-spoken type of like, you know, uh, we're quiet. We keep to ourselves. We're magical. We live for a long time, so we don't bother with the trials and tribulations of humans. And then that's why they butt heads with dwarves as we see Gimli and Legolas kind of butting heads because dwarves are rough. They live in uh, inside of caves and mountains rather than in the forest. And they're warrior-like and loud and rambunctious. So that's that's maybe part of what Arwen's characterization is, but she mm-hmm. does get, she she will get a little cooler, don't you worry. And okay. uh, wi- women in general get a little bit more to do as these movies go okay. on. Good, good.
2: <laughs> But I did like glad glad or Glad She was like yeah. kind of wild. I liked when she went evil. That made me laugh though. Oh my god. <laughs> when she went evil near the end and she was like
0: rawr, rawr, rawr. Yeah, it- Jesus chill out they
1: go large march right it reminds me of large march everyone
0: like loves the ring so much that it's like this it's the creepiest thing how much everyone (laughs) changes to try to get the ring it's it's so dark
1: there therein lies another cool part of the movie is that the ring has the power over people because it Mm -hmm. knows it knows it needs to get into hands that can do more evil shit so that's why it's sauron wants it so that they could do more evil shit but that's why The hobbits, they're so good-natured by design and so not powerful that the ring doesn't control them the way... You'll see, uh, Frodo will have to fight the power of the ring, but it doesn't hit him the way it hits everyone else in the movie, including Mm -hmm. even the other hobbits. It doesn't even hit those guys as hard because the hobbits are sort of like not... like Even the ring is like, I'm not even going to bother with these fucking hobbits. They can't do shit for me. Mm. And that's what's kind of cool about... And even, like, Gandalf kind of knows that, and that's why Frodo kind of has to go off on his own, which is kind of like a sweet sort of, like, we actually do have a superpower, and it is that we're so good-natured. And I think that's, like, a key mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so... So yeah, Gandalf attempts to flee to warn Frodo, but Saruman imprisons him, and following Sauron's orders,
1: Saruman, dude, commands the orcs to- It's so <laughs> annoying that Sauron and Saruman are the two bad guys' names. It's so dumb. It's That's so similar. Very so similar.
0: Yes. So <laughs> they <laughs> command the orcs to construct weapons of war and produce a new breed of orc fighters called the Uruk-hai, which by the way, were those the things that were being born out of the like brown
1: ah, Yeah, it
2: was, was So Gross. Also, their swords truly look like protractors. They didn't look <laughs> deadly. They were just like like sheets of metal that were kind of sharp.
1: Well, yeah. See, to me, that made them scarier that they seemed like they were made from like <laughs> pieces of a stove or something, right? They're like weirdly just like, bi- they just seem like big and like fucking weirdly like iron. Uh, and you're like, but yeah, they're not sharp. And then that's why you get to have fucking legolas shooting little arrows through all them and stuff they can't be too deadly or else it would make no sense when our nine heroes kill 200 of them Uh (laughs)
0: legolas aka katie perry's husband yes wait really yes
1: bloom daddy know
0: that they're having a baby or they already did
2: oh well i'm learning so much new stuff there's a lot going on i have a question though about Gollum. he's not He's barely in the movie.
1: He's barely that's in this what movie. I
2: was surprised by. And that's kind of like our
0: Yoda thing. Yeah. We like, where is he? Like, I thought Gollum was gonna be a huge part of this. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, you get a little taste of a him. So I was glimpse. like, here we go. It's gonna be all about this guy.
2: And then he just wasn't there and he was running off into the distance. Yeah, and then Bobo Dildo just picks up the ring from his cave. And I was like, then why did Gollum let him have it? It was it was confusing and also disappointing. I wanted more Gollum. I agree. I wanted more, and I'm excited that we'll get more.
1: You'll get plenty more Gollum. Don't you worry.
2: Okay. So Frodo and Sam are soon joined by fellow hobbits, Merry and Pippin. They meet a man called Strider who agrees to lead them to Riverdale. They spend the (laughs) night in a small town and are attacked by Nazgul. Strider fights them off, but Frodo is uh, grievously wounded. While being chased, Frodo is taken by Elf Arwen to Riverdale and healed by her father, Elrond Hubbard. (laughs) (laughs) I...
1: <laughs> that was almost 100% correct. <laughs>
0: I thank you. When Frodo almost died, I was like there's no way, right? Like he, there's no way he's going to yeah. die. But then when he almost died the second time, I thought
2: mm-hmm.
0: he's still going to live, but he might not. Like I was like we this could be a thing where he gets mm-hmm. killed. And um I was glad he didn't cuz I really like looking into his
1: eyes. Ugh, dude, I sat across from him on the F train once oh. and I truly like almost drowned in his, in, in, in <laughs> Elijah Wood's eyeballs. He looked up. He is so cute in person I mean he's he's a very good looking guy but Mm -hmm. his size makes me want to say the word cute which I know is offensive to smaller people but he's so cute and I sat across him and I was like looked up and I just was like he like I felt like he (laughs) blinked like and it just made his eyes that much wetter and bluer and I was
2: like oh Frodo I'll carry you (laughs) he does have great eyes there's a close up of him when he's like walking away and they're like Frodo and he turns back and it's his big eyes and one little tear falls. I was like, oh boy, he is acting.
1: I got to yeah. say, casting in this movie is fucking stellar.
2: Yeah, very good.
1: Everyone's really, really good. Like uh, Sean Bean as Boromir is just like, yes, he seems like a hero, but there seems to be something mm-hmm. off. Aragorn is like, he's dirty, but he's hot and a fucking hero. Legolas, cute cute. And a hero, Gimli, looks, uh, Jonathan Reese davies looks like a dwarf, even without that much makeup, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so they form the Fellowship. So in Riverdale, I'm just going to go with that because I like it more, Frodo is reunited <laughs> with Gandalf, and Elrond Hubbard calls a council to decide what should be done with the ring. The ring must be destroyed, and that can only be done by throwing it in the fires of Mount Doom, where it was forged. And Frodo volunteers to take the ring to Mount Doom, and is accompanied by his hobbit friends Gandalf, Strider, Aragorn... Did you already read this? No, they're just repeating the names. Okay, so the elf Legolas, the dwarf Gimli, and Boromir, the son of the steward of Gondor. Together they become the Fellowship of the Ring. Hell yeah. And then we
2: have a bunch of battles. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm the fellowship sets out on a trying journey during which Gandalf eventually faces off with a demon and is dragged off into the abyss the gang escapes into another elfin realm where they are sheltered before they're set out on their journey again Bor- Boromir takes uh, tries to take the ring from Frodo and fails knowing that the ring's temptation will be too strong for him or anyone else that is in the fellowship. Frodo decides to leave them and go to Mordor alone uh, the rest of the fellowship do another battle. Merry and Pippin try to to follow Frodo and end up on their own eventually getting kidnapped. Wait, they they got kidnapped?
1: Yeah, by the orcs. I don't feel like I remember that either. Me either. Merry and Pippin sacrifice themselves to save Frodo. Remember oh, they're at like the he's going to oh, they're like he's going to run, so they go over here over here and then that's why you get Strider having that uh, Aragorn Strider whatever you want to call him having that badass last line when he's like, "Well, that means the end, when Legolas is like, "Is that the end of the fellowship?" he goes, "No, we owe it to Merry and Pippin to rescue him." Let's go hunting for Orc. And you see like all three of those, the three most badass fighters mm-hmm. walk off. You're fucking hyped. And the second movie is the best you one. You make it
2: sound really exciting. You do make it sound exciting. I have goosebumps yeah, like, talking
1: I'm- about it. Look, <laughs> I'm fucking hyped. Oh my God. Because the second movie is the best one. The Battle of Helms Deep is like a fucking absolute amazing display well that that let me ask you guys what did you think of the action in this movie did you think like the cave troll fight the fight in the cemetery was that appealing or cool to you guys at all because if not you're going to have a hard time with the rest of this
0: movie <laughs> I think we're going to have a hard time regardless uh, Yeah. But- yeah. Part of it is how long they are. I was like, we should split these up into two episodes. Yes. This is a long movie. But then Mike was like, no, you should watch it all at once. Like if you split it up, it's like he was, he did say that the extended versions were divided at that point where they go on, start going on the journey. So I don't yeah. know if that, but whatever. I felt like the fights were good and, and like, um, really the, the CGI and all of the special effects were really good. So like that really helps me because mm-hmm. I feel very distracted when stuff like that is weird or like off, but I don't really need a lot of fight scenes to like get the point. So that was part of it where I was like, eh, I'm kind of like, I don't need to look up at this one, but like, then I would miss something huge because it seemed like every time I looked away, somebody like disappeared or something. Yes.
2: <laughs> that was so annoying and John kept screaming at me he was like you have to watch and then John was texting Mike being like neither one of them are paying
1: attention yeah, uh, yeah Mike texted I, me last night That's
2: yeah. how
0: I know and I I was really paying attention though like you need to understand I looked at my phone like a couple times and then I would pause it (laughs) and I would pause and look at my phone for like 30 minutes I was like I just need to look at the phone it's two
1: and a half hours long it's completely reasonable and it's It's hard it's three
2: hours it's three hours it's three hours long I couldn't watch it all last night at 12:30 i had to go to sleep
1: yeah i had to break it up was, too. Ugh,
2: it was putting me to sleep it's a little it's a little like not meandering it's like a pretty succinct journey but like it's just so much information i didn't i liked the fights i thought they were fun but that old man wizard fight Man, that, that was, was the best funny. one. That was it the was best fight. Funny, but the best fight. Yeah. I- <laughs> well, it was hilarious. This man with his laid wig that's just <laughs> flowing, and he's tossing Gandalf around. When I say. I loved him spinning on the head. oh,
0: it was he was spinning <laughs> like choice. when when Homer does that thing where he's like running on his side on the mm-hmm. floor <laughs> and he was like spinning <laughs> and then he got thrown up into the Ugh. sky and it was hilarious and I really liked Gandalf as a character so I was very sad that he got
1: killed same
2: but I think he's gonna be back that's, that's what, what I'm he hoping like has to be
1: I know so. No spoilers. No spoilers. I'm, no, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. But let's that Gandalf fight the wizard on wizard fight. You're like, oh, this is weird. But it, wasn't it cool when Gandalf pulls the sword out when the when they're fighting in the grave? And you're like, Gandalf carries a sword, and then uh-huh. he's got a sword and a staff, and he's kind of fighting, And you're like, oh, he's pretty badass. But then when he squares off against the Balrog and saves everyone with the that. You talk about famous lines that you may have heard out of context, like thou Mm -hmm. shall not pass or none shall pass, whatever he says.
0: That's a pretty. I didn't know that was from this. Like that feels so um, in the world that it feels like it's from the Bible or something.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, I will say for a lot of people, unfortunately, the Lord of the Rings books was a Bible.
0: (laughs) Well, wait, you said something about Jesus Christ within the Lord of the Rings universe or something that's in our notes here about you. Is that a fact? Gabrus spits deep LOTR biblical references in this episode as a Christian weed dealer on. Oh,
1: um, oh, that uh, I did a different podcast uh, called Mega, and I played a uh, drug dealer who pretended to be Christian or whatever, but I, all my Christian, because Lord of the Rings has a lot of, like, you know, people coming back to life, like, a lot of that kind of one single person sacrifice will save the world, like, a lot of Messiah, Christianity bullshit. It's just, I think, because I think a lot of it is because Tolkien fought in World War... I, I don't know history. I think it was World War One, possibly World War II, and that inspired him to write these books. Because mm. it was mm. like a journey through foreign land, an enemy that you didn't fully understand, oh, the fear of life, the connection to your fellow soldiers and stuff like that. I think that's kind of what kicked off Tolkien's uh, I, I, idea of this for these books. And again, before you come at me, Uh, Save this shit for Reddit. I'm not going to read your fucking ads.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He can be wrong. It's okay. Um, I think we need to take a break, but we'll be right back with more Lord of the Rings.
2: The Lord! The Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your savings and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, guess what? I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all my subscriptions in one place and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few tap, tap, taps. I love how my dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month's, so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you, up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/newcomers. That's rocketmoney.com/newcomers. rocketmoney.com newcomers. That's rocketmoney.com newcomers. Rocketmoney.com slash newcomers oh boy You know, when you get cornered by that aunt at a family gathering and you feel like you have to bend the truth? You know, the one that asks, when are you getting married? Did you get that promotion? Why haven't you moved out of the basement? Only for her to really just not listen to you and judge you and you gotta grin and bear it with your family. You shouldn't feel that way when talking to a doctor about that rash that weirdly looks like your high school crush or that maybe you eat pizza one too many times a week or every day of the week. Enter ZocDoc, a place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. And we're not talking about a few, we're talking about tens of thousands of doctors all with verified patient reviews so you can make sure that the vibes are vibing before you meet IRL. With Zocdoc, you got more options than you know. Treat yourself. We all know that things in life, uh, they got to be a compromise sometimes, you know? But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors that will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises when it comes to ZocDoc. You've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and a website where you can search to compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you like, you can book them immediately. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. If I needed this product, that's what I would use. Go to ZocDoc.com slash newcomers and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash newcomers. ZocDoc.com slash newcomers. If you are charmed by the Barbenheimer frenzy, love ranking the Mission Impossible films, or just an all-around movie fan, I have a podcast for you! New York Times critic Amy Nicholson and actor Paul shear co-host the Unspooled podcast. Every Thursday, Paul and Amy unspool famous films to see if they are truly all-time classics. From the original 1984 Karate Kid to the most recent pictures like Dune, they cover it all. Be sure to listen to Unspooled wherever you get your Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> We're <Wait>. back. <laughs> My God, that made me laugh so hard. The way your eyes got so big, <laughs> I just wanted to put some energy <sighs> Oh my god. So Uh, Some information on Lord of the Rings This is the first installment of the movie Trilogy, it's directed by Peter Jackson And it focuses mainly on Frodo and the ring as the backbone of the Story and it was released December 2001 Wow Uh, Wait, so, and then the Two Towers Was released a year
0: after that? That is nice after Star Wars, you know Puts a ten year gap between (laughs) these things And (laughs) you never know when it's coming So that's cool Um. Okay. Wait. We have a little trivia. Let's see. So Peter Jackson gave gave one of the rings used in the movies to Elijah Wood and Andy Serkis as a gift when the shoot was finished, and they both thought they had the only one.
1: Ooh, interesting for those two for their those actors based on what characters they played too. That's Frodo and Frodo and Gollum.
2: Yes, the two people who
1: like the ring the most.
2: Interest. That's. Honestly, I like that. It's kind of cute to trick them. <laughs> uh, more trivia. According to Sean Aston in the extended DVD commentary, when Biblo, Biblo, <laughs> Dildo Biblo, when Biblo drops the ring before leaving Hobbleton, is that what it's called? Hobbit, Hobbiton. Hobbiton. Hobbleton. The floor was magnetic to prevent the ring from bouncing. This was done to demonstrate the importance and weight of the ring. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. cool.
0: That's interesting. Vigo Mortensen did his own stunts, and he was—he also insisted on using only the real steel sword. Ooh, Seems crazy. Instead of a significantly lighter <laughs> aluminum sword or safer rubber sword, which were manufactured for battle scenes and stunts. I would not want to be in a scene with that no. person.
2: <laughs> I'd be like, unsubscribe. I have
1: to use this metal sword. I'd be like, bro, chill the fuck. You're like. Yeah, that doesn't seem safe. No. Dude, how fun is it that how much weed is in this movie? Like they're fucking smoking dope.
2: <laughs> I didn't realize they were I smoking didn't weed. That I thought either. he was just puffing on a pipe. Like of tobacco or something.
1: And I think that's why this got popular in like the 60s and 70s because there's t- like ah. the characters are smoking pipe weed and like the wizards and the, the hobbits and wizards do it to relax and to connect. Oh. And then like bands like Led Zeppelin and like other rock bands uh appropriated a lot of like Lord of the Rings lingo like uh, Led Zeppelin has a, b- a song called "Misty Mountain Hop" based on like a Lord of the Rings reference because I, oh. I think a lot of like you could just picture like the kind of dude who's into guitar and weed is also into like bro Saruman the evil force you know. <laughs> well, this is this is
0: like hard for me because it feels like then I might get into this, <laughs> and I'm kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like I like I like the things you're talking about. I feel like I probably have had a lot of these references around me without realizing it, but I'm really not I don't see myself as being someone who likes fantasy in this way. Like yes. I don't this is I don't get immediately sucked in when I'm watching this. So that's I'm curious how it's going to go for us because mm-hmm. I did like certain elements, but you know, it it it's a huge time commitment too. Like it feels like we have to like buckle in like focus
2: yes. <laughs> I don't know why that's so hard but it is okay because it's so much new information for so if for three hours you were bombarded with uh, small people with their feet out and elves with their ears out and people talking to you normal then being like I'm all powerful and you're like wait yeah, what that was
1: good by it's, the way what <laughs> did, did you put a filter on
2: no! What it's the, the fuck? I thought thing that I was can do with my voice. You said it in the in the back in in the, in the back,
1: of, like, your in you the back of your throat. In the back of your throat. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah, I can't do it. It can't, it sounds like you, you have post production. To does it. It's <laughs> really good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm scared and hard as a rock right now.
0: Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. If you win an Emmy, you have to do a video accepting the award with that voice.
1: Thank you so much to the Academy and everybody who believed in me. <laughs> the Academy. They're like, ma'am, this Isn't is the is? Emmys. <laughs> Wait,
2: there's no Academy? There's no Emmy Academy? I was, I was right there with you. Who knows? Uh, more trivia. The elf, elfish language lines spoken in the movie are not just quotes from the book. They're derived from J.R.R. R. Tolkien's own limited dictionary of that language. Oh, it's a whole language? Dialect coach Andrew Jack used recordings of Tolkien reading. Is Tolkien dead?
1: Yes, I believe so. Oh,
2: dang. Rest in peace, J.J. No, T.R. Nope. <laughs> oh, no, no. J- J.R.R. Tolkien, woo wee! His books uh, to guide the actors and actresses' pronunciations. He was born in 1892.
1: Dang! Yeah. he was born in the 19th century. His name, his full name is John Ronald Rule Tolkien. Oh, all right. Okay, we'll see if we remember. Just to jump back to something you said briefly, you said, "Yeah, uh, I, I'm concerned because, like, I don't really normally like fantasy, but I would say." Just like if you're not a rom-com fan, but you might like When Harry Met Sally Mm -hmm. because it is such the rom-com, this is like, the fantasy work of both, like you know, even this movie, even though it came out in early two thousands, is like so iconic as a fantasy series. It
0: does feel that way. I I also felt like um a lot of the orc stuff reminded me of Buffy.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: Because the weird the weird kind of nose bridge that they yeah, give the vampires, and, like, the like yeah.
0: nostrils and yep. Um, oh that's cool.
1: Uh, the other the other selling point I want to give you guys is imagine. Lord of the Rings is one long nine hour movie. Ugh. You just got through the first three hours. I m just a picture. It. But it no, sucks. but that's
0: actually pretty good. Considering how many movies there were for Star Wars that we had to get through, this is like really manageable. Like we can do this.
1: You're third through the movie of Lord of the Rings. So the first okay. act is over. The second act is where a lot more action and shit happens. So be hyped for the next two movies. Although I love fellowship, it is a lot of uh Laying pipe, a lot of groundwork, a lot of shoe leather. And if you're not, if it's all new information, it's not going to feel that interesting.
2: All
0: right. Um, one last little bit of trivia is that the different colors of blue for the elves eyes revealed what race they were so the Lothlorien elves had light blue eyes and the Rivendell elves <laughs> eyes were dark blue which I did not pick up on Me
2: No, because it's so subtle but it's, it's like so they're subtle. white people so within their race they will all have blue eyes just
0: different shades of blue and if <laughs> I mean it's it's actually really obvious if you start to talk to people and
1: knowing white and knowing white people the people with the darker blue eyes probably hate the people with the lighter blue (laughs) eyes and vice (laughs) versa (laughs) it's
0: so wild Um, so okay do we think we are going to like Lord of the Rings more or less than Star Wars I mean this is seriously it's a huge question what do you think Nicole like how are you feeling
2: it's weird because I did not like this movie uh, this afternoon when I finished it Um, but then talking to Gabrus I was like oh You know, maybe it wasn't so bad. I did get to see a lot of scenery, and I did like that old wizard fight, and every time (laughs) Frodo almost died, I tee hee heed, and he's so tiny. Uh, I might like it. I did like the fighting scenes. Yeah, I think I might like this. I think I'll like it more than Star Wars. That's kind of where I'm at at this point. Like, I think
0: one thing I really took away from our experience with the first season... Of this podcast was like i'm grateful that i now know all of this stuff because it kind of just checks this box in my head of like i get it like i don't need to mm-hmm. keep wondering or just pretending i know what's going on i understand so i'm kind of excited to have that same thing happen here where like i'll get to know everything about this but and i do think i want to like it more because already it was easier for me to watch mm-hmm. like this was a but but i was thinking This is a really current movie. Like, that was 2001. Like, that's not that long ago. And with Star Wars, we were starting with the oldest Mm -hmm. movie, which was very slow. And we had... It was a hard sell you know what i mean yeah and we liked some of the later ones more it was easier for us to watch them so maybe this will be easier in that sense too
2: and this is all on land i'm not a huge (laughs) fan of space like my main gripe about the movie gravity was too much space
1: (laughs) yeah no gravity's not for you then
0: (laughs) so what is your biggest question coming out of the first movie nicole like what do you feel like you want to understand if anything
2: I guess I want to understand how it was so easy to take down this like really evil fucking monster dude by just chopping his fingi off. Like, yeah. that's crazy. That's a good yeah. question.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you're talking about in the history and like the preamble at yeah. the beginning. In the
2: beginning, where the ring. Also, why is one ring bad and the rest are okay?
0: Why is there even a bad ring? I felt like that was my biggest question was like, why does this ring even exist? And also, why don't you just give it to a bad guy? Or would everything be destructed or like ruined if you did that?
1: I think I can answer that question because that's, that's not stuff that is really touched on in these movies because that's kind of like the historical shit. But p- watching it this time around, I picked up on way more. So it seems mm-hmm. as though... Uh, all the rings were made for everyone to control power, but unbeknownst to the elves, dwarves, and humans who got them, unbeknownst to them, there was one ring made that is the evil ring that can control them all. And so that's why uh, Sauron is fighting with it and he's killing everyone. But because he gets his finger cut off where the ring is, and that guy who cuts his finger off is a king, um, so he has like some nobility or some power, I think Mm -hmm. because he cuts that finger off that, that loses his power, and then they take that ring. It then eventually uh, disappears down at the bottom of the river, which is where we'll learn that Gollum finds it and eventually has mm-hmm. – and then that's how Bil- Bilbo gets it from Gollum. Then Bilbo passes it on to Frodo, and now Gollum – they learn Gollum has been tortured, revealed where the ring is, so the ring is coming uh the ring wraiths the nazgûl the faceless dudes on horses um mm-hmm. they're coming to get the ring because if they get the ring then they'll have control of all the orcs and all this power and they'll be able to just uh wipe out the world more or less and like ma- as you're starting to see happen around sarum uh the crazy spinning wizards castle where mm-hmm. they're pulling trees down they're uh creating orcs they're like evil fying the world Wait.
2: Why were they doing deforestation? Was that just like being evil and like taking away trees from people?
1: Building weapons of war for the uh, orcs oh, to make arrows okay. and carts and all this oh. shit.
2: Nicole,
0: do you feel like when he was talking, you felt like you were at a bar in 2008?
2: like, Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's my entire vibe—is like cor- <laughs> cornering someone and like, screaming. I did <laughs> like, ask you, yeah, but I also—it's like, a, a lot of information. Know, like-
2: <laughs> I thought it'd be a one-sentence answer.
1: Yeah. Well, long story short, I got I got all three Lord of the Rings on Blu-ray. Do you guys want to come? I live nearby. <laughs>
2: It's funny, because it really did feel like I was talking to a guy that I was like, you know, if I listen long enough, he'll just fuck me, and he'll be
1: fine. <laughs> Nicole, oh I God. am that guy. <laughs> just keep just keep listening, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Is so,
2: there anyone? So wait. So, Gabriel, you liked Erwin. You're like, she's a babe. That's who I'd smash. Lauren, who would you smash?
0: Oh, OK. That's a tough one, because- mm-hmm. On one hand I'm like Frodo. And then on the other hand, I'm um, I need it to be uh, the, one of the tall wizards. So mm-hmm. I guess my answer No, you know, I think my answer is Kate Blanchett.
1: Ah. <laughs> is she a wizard?
0: She's, no, an, she's elf, an elf. But
1: that's a good oh, okay. But she does but she... she can do magic.
0: I thought she was possibly the hottest character. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like Legolas. I'm like not really.
1: Viggo Mortensen's character is the hottest. Oh yeah, but oh yeah. yeah,
0: he was too because he was really a sharp shooter mm-hmm. and like all that yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah, and I, now we know was fighting with a actual sword. Yeah, the hottest person for me was Gandalf. I truly said yes, to John, "That was my oh god." I yeah, was like, "Is Gandalf a daddy?" And John was like, "Absolutely not." And I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, Gandalf is. He does it for me.
0: Well, how tall is a is a wizard? Uh, He's only like
1: six feet tall. Really? Yeah, but it's because he's next to three foot hobbits for most of the movie.
0: Oh, I thought they were like 12 feet tall, which I was into.
1: He's kind of like Boromir and Aragorn's height, but he does have a big hat and Mm -hmm. like, but he's always shot next to the hobbits, so that's going to make him look way taller.
2: Okay. Well, okay. What are we going to say? Lord of the Rings grossed $47.2 million on its opening weekend. That's crazy. Yeah. And the
0: world premiere was at the Odeon Leicester Square in London, and it went on to make $887.8 million worldwide.
2: That's Ooh. wild. And J.R.R. is dead. So he I didn't see none of that. He doesn't even know. So the I film... wonder if he has like a, a trust where like his yeah, grandkids- Yeah, his family has to benefit right? from that,
1: Right. It's so much money. I sure hope so. That's because Amazon just greenlit a Lord of the Rings series. What? Uh, Yeah. Oh, no. Uh,
0: Just in time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 And uh, so I think... Th- there was a while where the uh, the Tolkien trust didn't want that to happen or something
0: oh. like that. Oh, well, it has 91% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Eh. And it, in 2002, they, this film won four Academy Awards. Best Cinematography, Best Visual Effects, Best Makeup, and Best Original Score. I did love the music.
2: I like the music, too. And I thought the acting was pretty good in it. I'm surprised it wasn't nominated for actors.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought there was amazing acting in this.
2: I really thought, uh, what's his name? Gandalf. What's his actual name? Uh, Ian McCallan, I thought he was so good at it. Oh, he's amazing. He's so good. He's
1: amazing. Uh, can I ask you guys, did you guys have a favorite part? All my favorite parts are, like, the most, uh, like, heteronormative, like, badass dude with a sword walks at the orcs, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? So, uh, mm-hmm. did you guys have any favorite parts that when you were like, this part happened, you were like, oh, this is cool. Like, did anything stand out for you guys? Besides, like, the silly wizard fight. Like, anything that stood out as, like, this is a cool moment.
2: Um, when dildo Bib- biblo when he <laughs> morphed into evil and then like morphed back like that scared me like Ooh, I that truly was. like jumped i was shocked and i liked that i really liked being shocked
0: i liked whenever anyone got evil because it was just creepy and weird mm-hmm. and then i liked the parts with the fireworks and the little like party at the beginning i really liked all the stuff with bilbo actually and i thought it was really cute um he he recently died, right? Yes. Like somebody yeah. on I noticed there was something trending on Twitter about someone from Wait, Lord of the who Rings. else?
1: Bilbo. He died this oh. year or last or like recently.
0: This is the this is the, the joy of doing the podcast, I think, is that talking to you makes me more excited to watch the next one because you're so excited. And I do mm-hmm. think that helps a lot.
2: <laughs> you know, Lauren. I'm excited to watch the second one.
0: (laughs) I am also excited. I think I feel more excitement knowing there are just three for this little Mm -hmm. segment. There's something like kind of nice. Like, I think with Star Wars, there was this huge undertaking, which this still will be, like, no doubt, because we have a bunch of episodes to fill. So we're going to have a lot of content. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But. I do feel like knowing like, okay, we can watch these three and that's like a huge amount of the whole world. We can start writing fanfic from that point. Like Uh we're going to know what we're talking about. So that feels, that feels manageable and I'm pretty excited. And I also, I do think the acting was really great. So like it's enjoyable and they're fairly current and that really
1: helps. It's Mm well-made at least, at least it's well-made on top of being, uh, you know, whether whatever you say about the content, whether you like it or not. It's got talented actors. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah. it's the visual effects hold up 20 years later, which is pretty hard.
2: They really do. I was yeah. surprised. There was a couple times where I had to ask John if that was CGI or real. And he was yeah. like, you think that's really just in New Zealand? I was like, OK, this is
0: mean <laughs> to me. Okay. Oh, yeah, they shot in New Zealand. I didn't realize that. I,
2: I, I wasn't aware where they were. So
1: beautiful. Those it's big so fucking gorgeous wide gorgeous shots are so at. gorgeous. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Wait, Gabrus, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Yes, please listen to my podcast, High and Mighty, which both of the hosts of newcomers have been guests on before. And I also have a podcast called Action Boys, which is a Patreon podcast, which costs $5 a month. But if you go to the website, actionboys.biz or patreon.com slash action boys, you could listen to about eight or so episodes for free. And maybe that'll get you hooked. Or maybe that'll make you realize you're happy to keep your $5 in your pocket.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nicole, do you have anything you want to plug? Sure, I wrote a book. It's called Very Fat, Very Brave, and it's on sale everywhere. There's a link in my bio where you can buy it from a black-owned bookstore. Also, if you go to Gabrus' profile, he did a wonderful promo I pic. I that picture. That made
1: me laugh so hard. My first nude photo I've posted on Instagram. <gasps> it was great.
2: I am so honored to be a part of it.
1: <laughs> if, if, anyone, if anyone deserves me fucking... Pulling out my fucking <sighs> little dick for a promo. It's it's you, Nicole. I would Labacus deserves List. it. I wouldn't do it to her because it would creep her out too much. Nicole, I know, <laughs> is completely fine with it. Yeah, me, I squealed and was like, "Look at what my friend did." Uh, the woman that I daggered on stage at her own podcast at her request. Yeah, yeah. I what figured is be, daggering.
2: It's, it's a amazing <laughs> you have. Wait, I think I it. It's a Jamaican dance a, hall yes. move. Oh. We're, rest- Right, 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 you just like okay. mimic power fucking somebody, yes. <laughs> and sometimes it's violent where you'll like push someone off the ledge. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've seen women weaves get knocked off in the club yes. and getting daggered. I too saw hard. some
2: videos of that.
1: That's I saw amazing. guys jumping off ladders like it was wrestling uh-huh. into women's uh, crotches. <laughs> I've watched it's way too much daggering
2: uh, footage. Very <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. Um, <laughs> this is um, a five Star Wars segment. I guess we'll rename it Five Hobbits. Rings? Five, five rings. rings. Five rings segment. Thing. Five rings. <laughs> <laughs> He's just miming a ring on his finger over Zoom. He's like, rings, five rings. rings. Five rings. <laughs> uh, so Jeffrey said, Lauren and Nicole are so horny. I love it. We are we want people to kiss and the the title of that of that review was giving me life mm-hmm. day
0: yes <laughs>
1: which is
0: very funny and I get it I love it I get it I love it and I also am excited because now the reviews need to be Lord of the Rings centered mm-hmm. so if you can make that part of your review we're going to love that and we'll be back next week for the next installment of the series The Two Towers and we have some very special guests lined up so we're really excited about this and we're just starting a whole new journey we yes. we, th- we just closed the book on Star Wars and we just opened the book on a whole new thing and it's
2: we had a wee Ooh. break and now we're
0: back in to it we have like a couple weeks of no um,
1: homework movies it was
2: nice yeah it was really nice but you know I'm happy to be back I'm happy to be watching no no it's exciting
1: please tell your male roommates John and Mike that they can text me because I too will be watching (laughs) the two towers tonight
2: (laughs)
0: good they will love it I'm sure oh my god Well, we'll see you
2: guys next week bye bye bye